Hey sis, so have you ever had a situation in your life where you feel like there was something that you just desired really badly, something that you really wanted, you prayed about it, you even tried to force it to happen, and then all of a sudden you feel like God just said, no, like that's not what I have for you, or you know, maybe you felt like he physically said it to you, or maybe he just didn't allow it to happen, he didn't let it come to pass And let's be honest here, specifically, I'm talking about relationships. That's a tough place to be, but I have some encouragement for you on today. So stay tuned for today's episode. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed in your life. I'm your host, Candice Fatties, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hey sis, and thank you for joining me for another episode on this Tuesday. I'm so excited that you're here. And I, man, I can't wait to get into today's episode. I really can't wait. It's something that's been on my mind for a while. So we're going to get into it in just a second. But you know, I'm going to ask you, have you subscribed to the podcast? Sis, I know there's a lot of new people here because I've been seeing y'all showing up. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast by hitting just the little plus sign or the little check sign or whatever it is. Wherever you are listening, you can go ahead and subscribe. And also, if you have not left your five-star written review, especially if you've been listening for a long time, sis, go ahead, do your girl a favor, and leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. And speaking of, I am actually going to do a throwback and read one on today. This one is from Bonnie Jean Schaefer, and the title is Prayer is Talking to God. And she writes, Love the episode about the importance of prayer and reading scripture. Such a great reminder to stay in constant contact with God and cast all our cares on him because he has the answers we need. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for sharing this beautiful five-star review. And you're not lying about that, girl. He absolutely has the answers that we need and it is absolutely found in his word. And that's what we're going to get into on today's episode. Also, as I was just saying a few minutes ago, We have a lot of new people here, so I just want to invite you personally to the Facebook group, okay? We have a Facebook group where I go and I post all the episodes there, but I also post quotes from the episode, I ask questions, I'll give extra encouragement throughout the week. Other people will post encouragement sometimes, so I really encourage you to go and join the Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So again, when God says no, it's tough stuff. Let me tell you, I have shared with you guys several things about God telling me to walk away from relationships, more than one. And there's an episode, I think I probably shared it last week, but it was about how God told me to leave four different relationships. I'll make sure I link it in the show notes. But 
when God told me to leave those four different relationships, he was essentially telling me no to the thing that I desired. And the thing that I desired so much, more than the people themselves, was the marriage, was the life of marriage and children. I wanted a family. I wanted to be a wife and I wanted to be a mother more than I really desired the people that I was with. And so he was essentially telling me no to what I felt like was my dream, the thing I wanted for years and years upon end. And I thought that if I was married, if I could have that life, that I would be fine, that I would finally be happy. And I'm so glad that he didn't give it to me when I was in that state of mind, that he allowed me to be broken down and built back up the way that I needed to be so that I could realize that that is not the goal. And so sometimes, you know, God tells us no when we have other things before him, when we have idols, he will tell us no. And sometimes it's just not his plan and not his will. So I am going to give you some scriptures of encouragement today, right? Because when God says no, it's not because he's being mean. It's not because he doesn't want you to have the desires of your heart. He absolutely does want that for you. But he has his own reasons and his own sovereignty. And because he can see much further ahead than we can of why he's telling us, no, this is not the thing that I have for you. So let's dig into these scriptures. I have five scriptures of encouragement, things that I want you to remember when God says no, when you feel like he's shutting down and shattering your dreams, right? And you're brokenhearted. Know that again, he wants good things for you. And that brings me to scripture number one, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope and a future. If you've been on this podcast listening for any amount of time, you have heard this scripture a lot because it is a scripture that will take you through many dark seasons of your life. It gives you encouragement no matter what you're walking through because when you know that God has good plans for you, then you can be encouraged knowing that, you know what, it may seem dark right now, but God has good plans for me. He's going to bring me through whatever I'm going through right now because the plans he has for me is good. So if I'm not prospering right now, then this is not the end. This is just the journey along to the thing that I will prosper in, right? So go ahead and be encouraged by Jeremiah 29, 11. If you write scriptures anywhere in a journal, in your phone, if you highlight, whatever, make sure you note this scripture to get you through your healing journey, okay? Scripture number two, Romans 8, 28. Y'all, this is probably like my favorite, right? <laughs> it really is because it's taken me from the season of heartbreak to even now, I am still walking on the scripture. And it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Y'all. I don't care what has happened in your life. I don't care what's happened in your past. I don't care what's happening right now. And what will happen when it seems like it doesn't line up, when it seems like it's not good, when you make a mistake, when we do things that are not according to God's word, his will, and his purpose, it's okay. We must be remorseful. We must repent and turn away from it. But at the end of the day, because we love him and because we're called according to his purpose for us, then he's going to use it 
for our good. He's going to use it for our good. Like he promised in his word. Romans 8.28 is a scripture I stand on today. So I don't fear mistakes like I used to. I don't fear when things aren't going my way like I used to because I know that it'll all work for my good in the end. It will all work for my good. And I don't mean the end like the end of your life, the end. I mean, like you're going to see the goodness of the Lord right here. Okay, so that's another scripture. It's not one that I have in my notes for today, but you're going to see his goodness here. So know that whatever has happened and whatever you're walking through right now, God has the ability to turn it all into something so good and so amazing for you. And I stand on that because I see how the heartbreaks from the past, the failed relationships that I experienced all got me here where I am right now. I love the life that God has given me. I love my family. I love my relationship with him. Oh my God. Like I did not think just, you know, seven and eight years ago that I would be in this place with God. My relationship with him is unbelievable. And the way that I hear from him is unbelievable. And then the purpose part of it, I'm called according to his purpose for me. And so he used the heartbreaks and the failed relationships and all of that, my mistakes and everything that I've done, he didn't hold it against me. He used it for me and for my good. So I get to talk to y'all. I get to encourage you all each and every week. I wrote the book for y'all all because God worked it for my good, not because I'm so great and fabulous and wonderful. No, it's his grace. It's his mercy that has allowed me to get to this place. And so God has something planned for you as well. Again, just like Jeremiah 29, 11 said, he has good plans for you. So whatever it is, because I want you to start using all these scriptures together, right? So whatever his good plans that he has for you, know that whatever thing that seems wrong or bad right now, he's going to use it for your good so that you can accomplish the good plans that he has for you that he declared in Jeremiah 29, 11. So let's move on to scripture number three, which is Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse eight. And it reads, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. A lot of times in the Christian community, we hear a part of the scripture that says, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And to be honest, that is the main part that I wanted to focus on when I pulled this scripture out. He will never leave you nor forsake you. But I want you to know that this is Moses talking to Joshua before he takes his role as the leader of the Israelites. At this time, Moses is still the leader, but he's telling Joshua, he's encouraging him that God will always be with him. He'll never leave him. He'll never forsake him. So he doesn't need to be afraid. He doesn't need to be dismayed. He doesn't need to be Um, fearful of what's to come because God was going to be with him. And so that's the thing I want to encourage you. If God told you no about something, it could be scary to know, well, if I don't get the thing I desire, what will my life look like? Because we daydream a lot about what our lives are going to look like with the thing that we desire. So when God says no, it can be scary. Like, oh Lord, now what? For me, I was like, okay, I don't have the husband. I don't have the kids. Like, I don't know this. I can't envision a new life for myself. But God was like, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Can you just put your trust in me? And I had to actually surrender that. And I had to surrender the future that I wanted. 
I desperately want it and say, God, yes, I trust you. I'm not saying that I just said it like that because it was not easy. It took <laughs> it took some healing work to get to that place to be able to say, yes, God, I surrender. And even when I said, yes, God, I surrender, it still was through tears. And it still was through me laying on the floor saying, God, this is not what I want. But yeah, I'll trust you. You know, even though it's not what I desire, I'll trust you. So know that God is with you. He's not going to leave you out here by yourself. He's not going to say no and figure it out. No, he's going to be right there by your side. So you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to live in fear of your future because you don't know what it's going to look like. Because again, he has good plans for you. And whatever has happened thus far, he's going to work it out for your good. So just don't worry because he won't leave you and he won't forsake you on this journey. Hey, sis. Do you want to know what women just like you are saying about these one-on-one heartbreak coaching sessions? Natalie said, Candice, you are truly phenomenal. Thank you for operating in your God-given purpose and using your story to help heal other women like myself. Your courage to share and be vulnerable makes you personable and relatable. In our coaching session, the best advice you provided me was that I had to truly let go and put my full trust in God and allow His will to be done. The homework assignment you had me do was truly powerful, and I did repeat this exercise as many times as it took for me to fully let go, as you advised. It allowed me to relinquish control and realize how much easier it is to truly trust and lean on God. Thank you so much for what you do. Sis, if you want to experience breakthrough like Natalie, join me for a heartbreak coaching session where we will come up with a 90-day plan to help you make real progress on your healing journey. I will show you how to partner with God to find comfort and peace in the midst of your heartbreak, while also learning how to enjoy life as a single woman. You will be able to carry out the simple steps to make real progress on your healing journey with a customized plan of how to move forward. I have a few sessions available, and I invite you to sit with me and begin creating the life that you desire. Head over to my website, CandiceAbatties.com forward slash services to book your 60-minute heartbreak coaching session. Remember this from Psalms 55 and 22. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. I love you, sis. Now back to today's episode. Scripture number four, John chapter 10, verse 10. And it says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Whew, I love this scripture. Because it's so true. The enemy is out here like trying to steal everything he can from God's people. He wants to kill us. He wants to destroy us. He hates us with a passion. But we have to be bold and stand with God, knowing that he's always with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. And so Jesus is telling us here that I came, even though the enemy's out here stealing, killing, and destroying, he's trying. But remember that no weapon formed against you will prosper. So just stand, right? Because he came to give us a rich and satisfying life. And in some versions of that verse, it says, I came to give you life and give you life more abundantly. Jesus came to give us an abundant life, right? And abundance means more than enough. So what do you need more of? You need more peace. You need more joy. You need more contentment. So Jesus came to give you that because the enemy came to steal it from you, right? He came to kill your contentment, right? He came to kill your joy and peace. And it may seem like he's winning right now. 
But when you're when you feel like you're down and you don't have any of those things left and you just feel like a crazy person, because I know what that's like, too. I'm like, God, I'm losing my mind here. I can't believe that this is my thoughts are racing like this and the tears are flowing and I'm so angry and I'm bitter and I have all of these things going on in my emotions. But then I had to remember that, wait, Jesus came to give me the things that I need. So as I seek God, I know that he will give me the peace I need. And peace more than anything, y'all, is what I sought after. Peace and then contentment. I'm like, just give me peace in my mind, Lord, because I can't take it. I couldn't take the thoughts that I was having, the worry and stress and anxiety. I needed peace. So Jesus, you said you came to give me life and give it to me more abundantly, a rich and satisfying life. So give me the peace that will satisfy me. I want to be rich in peace. I want to have an abundance of peace so much that it overflows into the lives of others. I need that peace. And when I say he gave me that peace, and the amazing part about it was my outer circumstances had not changed when that peace came to me. I was still single. I still didn't know what my future looked like. I did not have the man, didn't have any of the things that I prayed for and desired, but peace. That's the one thing I had. And I was so thankful and grateful for that. And it changed everything for me. When you read this verse, I want you to say the thing that you need. When, when we're saying that Jesus came to give you a rich and satisfying life, insert what you need. I want to be rich in joy. I want to be rich in peace. I want to be rich in contentment or whatever it is. I want to be rich in healing. God, I want to be, uh, I don't know, rich in whatever it is. I can't think of anything else at this current moment, but whatever it is that you want to be rich in, whatever you want an abundance of, insert it there and pray that prayer to him and watch how your life will change. Be encouraged, sis. Be encouraged. And verse number five, last one, John chapter 13, verse seven. And it reads, Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. This scripture, I had to go find exactly where it was, but this is Jesus talking to his disciples directly, okay? And he said, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. It was so important for me to find this scripture because you don't understand right now what's happening. I get it. I know that. And even God knows that you don't understand what's happening right now, but he's like, someday you will. And so even though it doesn't feel good, like I imagine my heavenly father when I am in pain, that he's hurting too. Jesus is like sitting there saying, oh God, I know what that feels like because he has felt our emotions. There's a scripture that says um, we, have a, we don't have a high priest who can't sympathize with, oh, I'm going to butcher it so badly. But basically it's saying that Jesus came to this earth and became human so that he can experience the same hurts that we do. So he knows that when we're sad, and we're feeling these deep emotions that we can physically hurt. And so he's at the right hand of the father saying, um, yeah, I know how that feels. And so the father is feeling sad and he's feeling gracious towards us. And he wants to have mercy on us in these times. But there are times, and if you are a parent, then you can appreciate this, that sometimes we're like, we tell our kids, I wish I could give you this thing that you want so badly, but you're not ready for that. Or it's not good for you. And you may not understand it right now, but someday you will. Even if you're not a parent, 
I know you've had some type of interaction with a child. And if you have, and you always know kids want things that they should not have, and you like, you don't give it to them, and they may cry, and they may cut up, throw a tantrum, do whatever, and you're like, no, I'm still not going to give you this thing because you can hurt yourself. It can be harmful to you or someone else in your path. I'm not going to do this to you. It would be more harmful for me to give you this thing that you desire than to take it away. So no, and you tell them no, even though it may hurt you just as bad as it's hurting them. So the same thing is true for our Heavenly Father. If he tells us no for something that we so desire, it's not, again, it's not because he's being mean. It's not because he doesn't want us to have it. It's because it wasn't good for us. It's not good for us. It's not his plan. It's not his best. And so he's like, you don't understand right now. I get it. Cry. Cry, my daughter. Cry. Scream. Let it out. Go through all the emotions. But but heal. You don't understand right now. I get it. You're praying for me to get you back together with your ex. But that's not what that's not my plan for you right now. So you don't understand right now because you're like, oh God, but I thought he was the one. I know you thought he was the one, but he's not. And I know you don't understand right now. I know you love him and I know this hurts. And I know it would be easier for you to go back to that relationship than for you to actually go through the healing process. But I know something that you don't know. It's what God is saying to you. I can see your future that you can't see. I know what's going to happen and you don't. So you don't understand right now, but someday you will. And so how do you pray this scripture, right? You say, God, I know you have great plans for me. You want to see me prosper. You want to see me have the best things. You want me to have the desires of my heart because you're a good father. And I know that you're going to use all things to work together for my good. I know you're always with me. You'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. And I know that Jesus came that I can have an abundant life. I don't understand why this hurts so much right now, but it does. And I wish I knew, but I trust you enough to say that, oh, I know you got good plans for me. I trust you enough to know that the reason why you're saying no to me right now is for something that I don't understand right now, but you will show me in your perfect timing. So I trust that you're leading me on the best path for my life and that you have something awaiting me that will satisfy the hunger and thirst within and something that my heart will desire. I trust you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. You put the scriptures together, you make a prayer. When he says no, it's okay because he has good plans for you, sis. I promise you, I promise you that. And I know I keep saying that, but I, it's, it's so true. It's so true because I never would have dreamed or imagined. I'm like, I was just thinking about this earlier today that I honestly can say, I don't want anyone else's life. I am in a place where I'm like, and it's not because God finally gave me a husband and he finally gave me kids and these other things. Like I love all of those things too. And they're part of my life, but I'm so grateful that God allowed me to fall in love with him and fall in love with my life before he gave me those things, before he allowed those things to happen and take place, because I found true contentment in him. I found true joy and true peace in the Father. And I want that for you too, sis. I want you to grow closer to him, to find your peace, find your joy, find your contentment in him. I want you to put your trust in him and I want you to put your faith in him. 
So allow these scriptures to encourage you. Pray them so that they are so that you plant these seeds in your heart and that they will spring up with a harvest for you. Okay. And so know and remember that God saying no is because he loves you. All right. So I love you too, sis. Okay. Uh, And I want to see you win. I want to see you thrive. So keep listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with another sister who can also benefit from it as well. All right. I love y'all and I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.